Thank you. And any other honorable member uh, care to speak? Uh, the chair will recognize the uh, honorable uh, member from constituency number 30, uh, Southampton East Central, MP Leah Scott, the junior minister of education. You have the floor. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and good evening. Good evening. Mr. Speaker, I have to agree with um, my parliamentary colleague across the aisle, Walton Brown, about the need for immigration reform, and it's something that he has been calling for a very long time. We have seen, we have seen evidence of um, amending legislation piecemeal by the whole PRC vote and people being granted status, which was an unintended consequence. And so I think that this piece of legislation is something that we actually do have to work together on both sides of the aisle because it's so important and it affects all of Bermuda. It is a piece of legislation that people are very passionate about because it is, you know, Bermudians feel that their birthrights are being taken from them. They feel that their rights are being taken from them. And they're unhappy. And we need to listen to their voices and we need to listen to what they're saying. So I agree that we do need wholesale reform. We do need to listen and we do need to come together and work together on this. The government is in a catch-22 situation. We're trying to stimulate the economy. We're also trying to amend legislation to bring about that economic stimulation without creating offense. People are scared. I understand the fear. I've been in a situation where I've seen the bell command come turn off my lights, where I borrow money from people and then I don't answer the phone because I can't afford to pay them back. And the fear is real. People don't have jobs. It's humiliating not to be able to pay your bills. It's humiliating not to be able to pay your rent or put. You know, I, I can't imagine sending my child to school because I can't give them any food. I can't imagine coming home and not being able to feed my child because I can't afford to or because I don't have a job or because I can't get financial assistance. And I think that at the risk of getting my knuckles wrapped as a government, we need to listen to what the people are saying. You know, I don't know, I don't know how many people have children here, but when you have a baby, there are times when that baby cries and you think, oh, the baby's wet or they're hungry and there's no urgency in picking them up. But then there's a time when that baby cries and you know you better go and get that baby. And you know you better pick it up, and you know you better listen to it. And the people are saying to us, we need you to hear us. People don't get up and march just because that's what they want to do. They're saying, I need for you to hear me. I'm hurting. I have a voice, and I want you to listen. I think that what we have been tasked with as a government is a very difficult job. I think that people are tired of hearing that, oh, it's the PLP's fault. We've gone past that. We've been in the government for two and a half years now, and we need to come up with some viable solutions. We need to work together. We need to stop saying that we want to collaborate and actually do it. We need to stop practicing 
personal violence and vendettas against each other. We need to stop talking about each other and truly come together. We are here to be leaders of this country. We stand up every morning on, on Fridays and we turn around and we face out and we say the Lord's Prayer and then we turn into demons. And, and I'm not, that's not, I, I don't mean to offend anybody and I don't want you to take it that way, but we are here to lead. We are here to be by example. We're not going to be here forever. I don't know any young people that are interested in getting in politics because they're very unhappy about the way we are governing ourselves, first of all, and this country. And it's embarrassing. It's humiliating. And we should not be up here saying the things that we're saying to each other or doing the things that we do to each other. We are adults. We got into this because we want to do things for this country to take Bermuda forward. That is our, that's why I got elected. I didn't get up here to come up here to talk about my, form, my fellow colleagues across the aisle. That's not my intention. There are people in this country that are hurting, and we are being distracted by nonsense because we don't want to come together and do the things that we are supposed to do. Yes, the Westminster system is divisive. We can be different. You know, last week we collaborated on legislation. This week we've collaborated on legislation. Why can't we do it all the time? This whole thing about the government has its way and the opposition will have its say. Foolishness. We need to come together and work together as a total unit. We cannot continue to be divided by racism and white supremacy and all those kind of things. Yes, they do exist. They do. But we can't build a condo and live there anymore. We have got to move forward. And you cannot move forward continuing to look back. It's not going to work. We will never make any progress. I don't deny that, that um, segregation existed. I don't deny that the union was a very important move. It was necessary. It was needed so that people would sit up and pay attention to blacks, to women, and to the rights of the people of this country. And it needed to happen. But now we need to move forward. Because to continue to live there means that we have not made any progress. And there are people who, who made great sacrifices for me to be standing here as a black woman, for all of us to be in this house. And so we need to acknowledge that and move forward and not get stuck in the rhetoric. And just thank you for allowing me to say that that wasn't intended, that wasn't what I wanted to say. Sorry, I don't remember. Um, Mr. Speaker, if we can stimulate the housing market, income will be recirculated back into the economy. We're looking at real estate commissions, we're looking at legal fees, stamp duty, bank loans, moving expenses, furniture sales, landscapers, Belco, Telco, cable, groceries. It will generate revenue for the economy. It, it is a form of stimulus. Is it the be-all, end-all? No, no, but it's one of many things that we can try to do. I don't think that we are, as a government, trying to deny Bermudians opportunities. I think that we have to be balanced and measured in our approach. The reality is that if we at this time were a country that was awash with cash and did not have any economic issues, a lot of the things that we have proposed as a government would not be an issue. But a lot of things are dependent upon timing, how you do things, when you do things, how you communicate those things, and we have to do better at educating people about the things that we want to do. We have, we have to talk to people. We can't treat people as, you know, it's kind of like when a husband and wife get in the car and the husband just says, put your seatbelt on, dear, I'm driving. And you're driving around for 20 hours and you're lost and the husband doesn't want to ask any directions because he's too proud. Sometimes we don't have all the answers. 
The government doesn't have all the answers. The PLP doesn't have all the answers. But we've got to come together and work together and come up with the ideas and answers together for the good and the betterment of this country. If we reduce the housing inventory, we have an increase in the value of, of um, the properties. And I think for most people, your house is your primary asset. And you want it to increase in value. So I do think that if we allow, allow within reason, houses to be sold to PRCs, it will increase the value of the property for all Bermudians. A recovery in the housing market will steady the financial markets. It will also help the banks because they will be willing to lend money. There will not be so many foreclosures. So it's a good stimulus all the way around. I think um, my colleague Walton Brown is correct in saying that we do need more money. And more men money does not necessarily equate to having more people because you can have a lower amount of people who have a great deal of money. But I think whatever the answer is, it's something that we are all going to have to work to and work towards together. And I think that we, all of us, need to be sensitive to the cries of the people of Bermuda because their hearts are crying. And... And, you know, we just need to listen. We don't have a lot of time. We, you know, you got people that are getting up to go to work and they're dying. You have people who are walking across the street and they're getting hit by a bus. We don't have a lot of time and we have to live each day like it is our last day and be considerate of everybody. I thank you for the opportunity. I apologize for being emotional and going off track, but... I had to speak what was on my heart, and thank you, Mr. Speaker. Thank you, Member. Thank you. Thank you.